the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen furthermore when i came to Troas to preach christ's gospel a door was open unto me of a lord somebody say a door was open unto me of a lord Say louder, a door was opened unto me of a Lord. Colossians 4.3 Colossians 4.3 Without praying also for us that God will open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which also I am in bonds. For which I am also in bonds. Maximizing the opportunity to win souls. Part, part three. Part what? Three. Maximizing the opportunity to win souls. Paul said that a door of utterance was open unto me. A door of utterance. That's an opportunity to reach out to someone. That's what we'll be looking at all through this month. And I pray that in this anointing service, the spirit of God that equips and empowers for effective soul winning shall rest upon someone. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible speaking in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He said you shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost. takes The Holy Ghost empowering us to be effective witnesses. So winning is critical. What does it mean to win souls? So winning involves using every means. Available to preach the gospel of the kingdom all over the world. As a witness to every nation before the end comes. That's so winning. So winning involves using every means. Somebody say every means. Every means. Say every means. Every means available. Using every means available. Using every means available. So winning involves using every means available. So if it's Facebook is a platform. If it's WhatsApp is a platform. If it's television is a platform. If it's YouTube is a platform. If it's Wherever people are, when we reach out with the gospel in the medium on which they operate, we are engaging in the business of soul winning. Praise God. Using the TV, using the radio, all all of these are avenues through which the gospel of the kingdom ought to be preached. In the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 14. Matthew 24 verse 14. He said, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to the to all nations and then the end will come somebody say the gospel of the kingdom say it the gospel of the kingdom the bible said before the end comes the gospel of the kingdom must be preached in all nations 
unto all nations for a witness then the end will come that means before christ comes every nation on the earth the gospel must have access and if we don't have visas to every nation on earth then we need to put the gospel in mediums and platforms through which no matter the nation you are on on the planet you can still access the gospel can somebody give me an amen, amen. david brainard he said i cannot how i live know what hardships i went through if only i might gain souls for christ may we come into that conviction also he said i don't care how i live or what hardships i go through if only i may gain some lost souls for god paul was speaking he said i made all things unto all men that gain some that's so winning that's what it's about why must we win souls we've touched on a couple of reasons in uh earlier teachings but in this service, we want to focus on the fact that soul winning identifies you as a fruitful branch of the true vine. Jesus, speaking in the book of John 15, verse 1 and 2, he said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Verse 2, he says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he says, it taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth much fruit may you bring forth more fruit in the mighty name of jesus you see we are branches on the true vine but not every branch is a fruitful vine not every branch is a fruitful branch there are branches that are fruitless he says every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away but every branch in me that beareth fruit he purged it that it might bring forth more fruit. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 6 verse 9. 6 and 9. Luke chapter 13, sorry. Luke 13, 6 and 9. Luke chapter 13 verse 6 to 9. And he spake unto this. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. How many of you know that we are the plantings of the Lord? In the book of Isaiah, the Bible says that we might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. So you and I are God's planted. So the Bible says, a certain man planted a fig tree in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. May God find fruit in our lives. I said, may God find fruit from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, he came and sought fruit. And found none. Then he said unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Carry down. Why cumbered it in the ground? In other words, why is it occupying space? Look at verse 7. And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this one year or so until, until I shall dig about it and dung it. Look at verse 9. And if it bear fruit, well. If not, then afterward thou shalt cut it down. May we not be cut down. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. May your spiritual life not be cut down. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He says, he said, leave it for one year. That means God checks us out year after year for fruit. Every year he comes. Every year he's coming. And this year he's coming into our lives. I pray that you will find fruit to your credit. Amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. How profitable is the business of soul winning? How pro is the business of soul winning? 
Jesus said, don't you know I must be about my father's business? If soul winning is a business, how profitable is it? Number one, we said soul winning is profitable in three ways. It's profitable to God, profitable to man, and profitable unto the world. How profitable is the business of soul winning? Number one, soul winning helps God to achieve his desire of wanting everyone saved and none perished. God wants all men saved. The Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1, chapter 2, verse 1, all the way to 4. He said, therefore, I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, who will have all who desires. Look at that. Who desires all men. King James says, who will have all men saved. But this one says, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Somebody say, God wants all men saved. And until we go and reach out to them aggressively with the gospel, there's no way they are going to go. God's desire is that all men come into salvation. In the book of 2 Peter 3, verse 9, 2 Peter 3, 9, he says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but he's long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but all should come into repentance. So, one of the major benefits of soul winning to God is that he sees his desire come to pass. I see God's desire to our neighbors, to reach out to our colleagues with the gospel. I see them responding to the Lord. I see them coming to faith in Christ. Shout a believing amen. Number two, soul winning is profitable to you. It's profitable to you. How profitable is soul winning? Soul winning connects us to divine protection. Somebody say divine protection. In the book of John, Luke chapter 10, verse 17, we are told, in fact, Luke chapter 1, let's start, let's start from verse 1. Verse 10, verse 1. And after this also, the Lord appointed other 70 also. Somebody say other 70 also. The Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them to and to before his face into every place, every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore he said unto them, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Now, so this is how he said, go in the ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Let's maintain it there. Jesus comes. He appoints 70. Just as all of us have been called and have been appointed. He says, you have not chosen me. I have chosen you. And I have ordained or appointed you to go and bring forth wolves. He appointed 70 also. Send them two by two. And when they went, let's look at what happened verse 17. Verse 17, they went. And the 70 returned. Returned from where? From their business of soul winning. They returned with joy. Saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Soul winners always triumph over the enemy. I see you triumphing over the enemy. I see you triumphing over opposition. Then he said unto them, Behold, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Verse 19. 
behold, as serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You are unhurtable. As long as you remain on the go for the Lord, you remain unhurtable. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment is condemned. Shout a believing amen. Number three, soul winning is profitable to the world. A songwriter wrote to him and said, this world is not my home. I'm only passing through. My treasures are laid up on in heaven, somewhere beyond the blue. The angels become me from heaven open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. A lot of people are trying to feel at home in the world. But no matter how hard you try, this world can never be the kind of hope compared to our heavenly home in heaven. Heaven is our ultimate place. And for heaven to be ushered in, for us to get into our final destination, the place Jesus said he was preparing for us, for us to get there, it is a vital requirement that everyone on the planet gets to hear the gospel. Somebody say, everyone on the planet get to hear the gospel. The end will not come until everyone hears. That's what the Bible says. So, soul winning is profitable to the world. All those of us who think we care about the world, we pray for the peace of the world, we pray for security, all of those things are great. But one of the greatest things we can do so that the world will, would be ushered into the tranquil faith that God wants every one of us to be ushered in is soul winning. When we get people saved, the world is set for the end. Praise God. The Bible said, then the end will come. Look at that with me. Matthew chapter 24. It set the stage for the rapture of the saints to our eternal home of rest. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all nations as a witness to, it shall be preached the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. So when is rapture going to take place? When we have reached out the unreached. That's when it's going to start. India. When we have reached people in the hindermost part of the world. When we have reached people in Pakistan. When we have reached people in all the stand-stand nations in the world. Am I complicated here? It's so important. So winning is a vital requirement. For the end of a world. How then do you win souls? How do we win souls? How do we win souls? Number one, we said by praying ceaselessly for lost souls. Somebody say praying ceaselessly. Say it louder. Praying ceaselessly. We need to pray constantly for lost souls. Pray constantly for lost souls. Number two, we said by going and preaching to them. Going. Somebody say going. Jesus did not say stay. He said, go ye unto all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. So, going and preaching the gospel to them. Number three is by sending preachers to them. By sending preachers to them. Somebody say, sending preachers to them. You see, I told you that soul winning is an opportunity God wants every one of his children to maximize. He says, you have not chosen me, I have chosen you and ordained you to go and bring forth fruit. And after your fruit has been brought in, 
you will ask whatever you will and I shall give unto you. So, God says, I want every one of my children to be involved in it. Why? Because of the dividends it delivers to all of us. Praise God. And he has designed it in such a way that no matter anyone's shadow, some of you all through this month, all the outreaches, all the noise you are making, you can, your, your schedule is too tight. You can never make one minute or one day sacrifice to be part. Thank God for your busy schedule. Praise God. But there are still other ways you can be a part of it. And you must seize every opportunity made available unto you. In the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 13 to 15, God gives us insight into it. He says, for whoever, somebody say whoever. whoever. Say it louder, whoever. He said, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be what? Saved. So, all that men need to be saved is to have access to call on the name of the Lord. How do they call? The Bible said, now, how shall they call on him, on him in whom they have not believed? So, he says, anyone that calls shall be saved, but before you call, you must first believe. Somebody say, you must first believe. Now, so, you can call and be saved, but before you call, believe. How to believe? Shall, how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? Please, follow the sequence. One, you must call to be saved. Two, you must believe to call. Three, you must hear to believe. Are you with me? Number four, he says, and how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear? So one, call and be saved. Before you call, believe to call. And before you believe, hear in order to have faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So hear and believe. And the way you hear is through the ministry of a preacher. So either you are the one going so that people can hear and believe or you are sending a preacher to others. Am I communicating? You are sending a preacher to others. And one way we send preachers to others is through giving. Somebody say through giving. That's one way we come in partnership with preachers to send the gospel message across. So if you are busy and you can't make time to reach out to lost souls, then get busy. Convert your Time to money. Invest it into the kingdom. Partner with preachers. And let the message be sent across. Anyway, anyhow. Somebody say an amen. amen. We see that Philippian church do exactly the same. In the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 15. Give me the amplified version. Philippians chapter 4. This is Apostle Paul speaking. Apostle Paul is a preacher called of God to take the gospel to the nations. Look at what he says. He says, and you Philippians yourselves know well. That at the early days of the gospel ministry, mind you, we are talking about the gospel. He says, and the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto all nations for a witness, and then the earth will, the end will come. So we are talking about the ministry of the gospel. He says, at the early days of the ministry of the gospel, when I left, no church, no assembly, no individual entered into partnership with me. And open up a debit and credit account in giving and receiving except ye only. Somebody say ye only. Say ye only. So Paul is speaking here and he says, 
When I needed to take the gospel to the people in Macedonia, we are in Ghana, but we can take the gospel to people in India. We are in Ghana, we can take the gospel to people in China. We are in Ghana, we can take the gospel to people in any part of the world. Through radio, through TV, through any other means. Apostle Paul says, when I went forth, no one communicated with me. But you entered into partnership with me. That's one way. We come into partnership with preachers. You have the money, they have the word. You come into partnership and the word goes forth. I pray that grace will come upon you to do likewise. For even in Thessalonica, look at what he says. You sent me contributions for my needs. Not only once, but a second time. Look at verse 17. Not that I seek or am eager for a gift, but for fruit which increases to your credit. The harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your heavenly account. Take note of the word fruit. Because in the book of uh, 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 John, he says, go and bring forward fruit. Let your fruit abide. So he says, there is fruit that is going to be credited to your account. You think there is a bank in heaven where they will descend, they will release dollars to you? No. We are talking about the fruit of souls. Fruit of souls will be credited to our account. When we enter into heaven, there are people who meet there who were never a part of our church, but they were ministered to through our radio broadcast and they became born again. They gave their life to Christ and went on to serve God. The Bible said, when we enter into heaven, God will bring the records. And for everyone who seat was a part of that. God will register all such people. Somebody shout an amen. amen. So there is fruit that increases to our converse 18. He says, but I have all, I have your full payment and more. I have everything I need and I'm amply supplied. Now that I've received from Epiphraditus the gift you sent to me, they are a fragrant odor of an offering and sacrifice with workers. Sacrifice. Take note. A fragrant odor of an offering and a sacrifice with God workers, And in which he delights. Verse 19. But my God, sir, my God will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need according to his riches in, in, in glory in Christ Jesus. May that be your testimony. Amen. I said, may that be your testimony. Amen. Three reasons why we must give specifically towards the gospel. I'm not talking about Titan offering here. I'm talking about giving specifically for the gospel. Giving specifically for the gospel. Three reasons. One, the gospel can only be taken to the nations of the world through prosperity. Somebody say the gospel. Say the gospel. The gospel is the good news of the kingdom of God. And the only way by which the gospel can be taken to the ends of the earth is through prosperity. The Bible says in the book of Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17, Zechariah, he said, cry yet, saying, thus saith the Lord of hosts, my city, somebody say my cities. My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. So, God's influence. When he talks about his city, he's talking about the influence of God. He says, my influence shall yet be spread abroad through prosperity. My influence. God wants his influence spread abroad. God wants his influence spread abroad, Ghana. God wants his influence spread abroad the nations of Africa. But it cannot be accomplished without prosperity. It takes prosperity. It takes what? Prosperity. 
It takes prosperity to preach the gospel. On every TV station, it takes prosperity. On every radio station, it is cheaper to preach on spirit than to preach on Ultimate FM or any other radio station. But the one that ministers to sinners is not uh, Ultimate. It's not, uh, what do you call it, spirit. Because spirit is usually Christians. Unbelievers, they want something to listen to. So they would rather go with secular stations and it costs a lot of money to put the gospel on secular stations. My city is through prosperity. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. He said, then I said, wisdom is better than strength. Somebody say, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is his spies and his words are not heard. When you are poor, your influence cannot be felt. Praise God. No matter how great you are, no matter how good the message you have, you carry is. When you are poor, very few people can hear it. Praise God. It takes prosperity to have impactful and lasting ministry. Number three, traditional Number three, traditional giving such as tithe and worship offerings alone are not enough to fully fund the preaching of the gospel. You can say that the preaching of the gospel across the nations, not to across the nations of the earth. Tithe and offering, traditional giving tithe and offering will never be enough. They will never be enough to fully fund the gospel. That's why Apostle Paul said, when I came, in, I went to Macedonia. Offerings were not enough. Tithes were not enough. But you Macedonian church, you Philippian church, you came into partnership with me. Praise God. Hallelujah. You came into partnership with me. While I was preaching the gospel, you were paying the bills. I pray that God will empower you to pay the bills. Amen. As the gospel is carried out to people, so that they will receive the gospel free of charge. Can somebody shout an Amen. amen. Paul was speaking to the church of Corinth. He said, I robbed other churches, other churches to do you service. Other people, the gospel has been given to us freely. But taking it to the world will not be free. It will cost us something. It costs money. In as much as the gospel is good news and is free, freely have we received, but we can't give it out freely. Somebody must some way, somehow pay the gospel. Pay for it. And God is giving you and myself the opportunity to actively partner with him. Partner with him in getting the message across. Number, I'll continue. How giving works. Six ways giving works. I'll continue with the third one in the next service. Six ways giving works. Let me just touch on the third one and then maybe I'll end it there. The third one. Why we must give specifically. Somebody say give specifically. Give specifically for the gospel because God has packaged special blessings. Somebody say special blessings. Say special blessings. For those who invest sacrificially for the sake of the gospel. Giving towards the gospel is different from giving tithe and offerings. And when we give specifically for the gospel, there are special blessings God has packaged. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 10 verse 28 to 30. Mark chapter 10 verse 28 to 30. Then Peter began to say to him, see, we have left all and followed you. Somebody say, we have left all and followed you. Then he said, Jesus answered and said unto him, as surely I say to you, there is no one who has left house 
or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my please take note for my and for the uh-huh. so for my sake and for the gospel sake there are things we do for the sake of our love for God and there are things we do because we want to see the gospel reach out to more people he said for my sake and the gospel sake he said anyone there is no man who has left anybody who has done anything like that he said he shall receive who shall not receive a hundredfold in this time may you receive a hundredfold for everyone that is actively partnering with God in taking the gospel to the nations through our various platforms may the blessings of God follow your life he says he shall receive in this time houses, brothers, sisters and mothers, children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life these are unique blessings that accompany the preaching of the gospel. Those who come into partnership. And I pray that God's wisdom imparted to you this morning will cause you to make a quality decision. Amen. To take part actively in taking the gospel to the nations. One word. One word. Can Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santase Runabout, Kumase Ghana. God richly bless you. In one word, one word.